This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com. And the official Dallas Cowboys app. First down. Jason Whitwick is in the end zone. Intercepted. Sean Lee. Ah. Touchdown. Des Bryant. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Taylor Stern, and Rob Phillips. Welcome, everybody, into the SWBC Mortgage Studio. It has been a minute since we've all been here, back with a normal week, getting ready for the Giants-Cowboys game on Sunday. So, how is everyone doing today, Tuesday, here at the Star? Great. Doing well. Back Super. at it. Yep. Back at it. How that are you guys is- doing today, guys? <laughs> Good, Coach. Good. Coach Garrett, ready. How we doing, guys? How we doing? There we go. There we go. That's a coach who still has his job, unlike the Giants one. That's right. I know. A lot of people were talking this week. Of course, for those listening, the Giants did let go of Ben McAdoo and their GM, Jerry Reese, who had been there a long time. And a lot of people are saying, okay, this can go one way or the other for the Cowboys. And Brian, yeah. you're already shaking your head. Yes, you've seen this happen before yeah. in the NFL. Mm-hmm. What yeah. do you think? Yeah, Steve Spagnuolo is going to take over. He was a head coach with uh, the St. Louis Rams. Wasn't successful at it. He's been a longtime defensive coordinator guy. Kind of put together some really good game plans the last couple of years uh, against the Cowboys. Uh, I, this one does worry me because now you're starting – when you fire coaches, fire general managers – and then all of a sudden, you know, you put Eli Manning back in position to be the starting quarterback this week. I, I, I worry Returning about this one. Crowd. I do. And I was watching the Raiders tape this morning with the with the Giants defense. And you still have the guys you have to deal with, with Olivier Vernon and Pierre Paul and Harrison, those guys. And this this is one of those things where players the last month of the season now are playing for jobs. Yeah. And they're playing whether they need to be back or not. And coaches are the same way. You know, whoever the new GM is going to be is going to come in. He's going to evaluate the current staff that's still there, and he's going to evaluate the players. So this this one for a team that's lost all these games, and now they've got their kind of their leader back at quarterback. Uh, this could be a very very difficult game for the Cowboys. I think there's two layers to this, and you spoke to both. 2010 was the last time this happened. Really, the only time in Jerry Jones's tenure that he's replaced a coach midseason, and you spoke to it back then. Players were put on notice and coaches. Yeah. They were playing for their jobs and performed a lot better in the second half of the season under Garrett, who eventually became the full-time coach. The other, the other layer to me is Eli Manning. Yeah. I, I, I really unfortunate and rare the way he was treated last week, and it sounded like based on Giants' ownership, they were they regretful of how that went down. And I could see this team rallying around him for everything he's meant to that organization. So on the flip side, the Cowboys still have a lot to play for. So they should be motivated. And, and they, you know, they, they're obviously still playing uh, the best they can to perform the best they can. They still have a bad offensive line. And they don't run the football all that well. And they, and they don't have great receivers on the edge. So that is a problem. But other than that. No, but that's, it's going to be hard for them to score points. Now, have you righted all your ills? That you had from last uh, in the last few weeks of scoring points. Show of hands if you thought 38th spot was going to happen yeah. last Thursday night after yeah, putting 22 20, up in three games. 21, I think, is what I thought. They're going to come. They're going to come out all jacked up, all emotional, fired up, ready to play. And what the Cowboys are going to have to do to withstand that first emotional yeah. assault. Uh, if you can just get through the first quarter, get into the second quarter, and get down to where the talent. Uh, has to play out, then I think the Cowboys will be fine. But unlike what happened to the Giants when the Cowboys changed head coaches, the Cowboys jumped out to a lead 
they were up, I think it was like 16-3 to three, uh, on that 101-yard interception return by Brian McCann. Uh, and, and, and it just snowballed after that. So what you got to do is withstand that first part and let them know, hey, we're here to play football and we're better than you and go back to being 2-10. and 10. Yeah. But it, if you it, don't, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna be in trouble. Yeah, this you're, you're gonna get the Giants' best shot. Then, it's like I said, Mickey's absolutely right, and you just got to withstand the early. You know, there there could be some early problems in this game, especially again. It's, they've still got a lot of the same defensive. You know, mess around and let Landon Collins hit you in a pile, and all of a sudden the ball comes flying out of there. Or you don't block him. He's good. Yeah, or you don't block or, or you know Jason Pierre Paul comes running down the backside. And, you know, and, and grabs Alfred Morris for no gain on third down. I mean, th- those types of things are capable. Their defense is what scares me the most. They're, they're, again, their offense is a mess. It is a – yeah. like McAdoo got fired. I mean, I, I don't think he got fired before the way they handled the Eli Manning thing. I think he got fired because they – all year long, he, he is they, – they've, they've had this problem of scoring points. He's supposed to be this offensive coach. They score – even when they're healthy, they score 15 points a game. He got fired for a lot of things. I think the Eli thing factored in because there's such outrage up there for the way he was treated. But, yeah, I mean, the performance of the football team is the major well, That's an factor. organization that doesn't fire. I mean, I think, I think McVay I think McVay was the last coach that got John McVay. Was the Arnsberger. One. Yeah, was like Arnsberger got fired? 76. Okay, it was right around. I mean, yeah, he McVay, might have yeah. been fired before. Right. That. See, that's what I'm saying, though. You, they, this is an organization that traditionally does not make these types of moves. So you're right. That's what I'm saying. If yeah, Eli right. had not been benched, he yeah. probably could have just well, finished out the year and they made a change in January. And Although, they hadn't even been on a coaching search because McAdoo had been on that staff with Coughlin. Right. Yeah. You know what happened, though? I think, and I don't know if this happens a lot, on teams, and all I can say is for stuff that happened around here, I think the players generally disliked the head that's coach. That's true. I yeah. think that's true. I don't think they liked them. Yeah. And it, I think you're right, Mickey. It started – who was it? Was it DRC who was – Well, right, yeah. yeah that, they they it, had a couple of guys. Yeah. Well, Eli Apple. Yeah. Yeah, 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 a lot of guys came out. Well, and, and it was a very odd thing. And you guys you guys have seen Jenkins, a lot of different of guys, coaches' yeah. things. Yeah. You know, the first year it felt like he was still player coach. You know, he had – Kind of the loose, relaxed look, and I and I say that just from an outsider looking in, and I'm saying this from his appearance. You know, he wore kind of like the sweat jackets and did all that, and was just kind of like, "Hey, I'm just here to coach ball." Mm-hmm. And then the second year, I mean, it was a joke yeah. that he slicked back his hair, Pat Riley took looked, back yeah. this, you know, stance of, "Hey, we're not going to take crap from you guys." Yeah. And I think that's what you're right. Yeah. Maybe, is that I, then the players were like, "Who?" Are you and, and publicly dressing down your quarterback on multiple occasions? You know who the guy who's who's built this thing on his back two Super Bowls. I mean, uh, there's been outrage up there over the way Eli's been treated, and uh, well, I, I guarantee you that it had a big factor in why he's. You know, he never had answers for his team as well. I mean, we that's, joked about it the halftime thing yeah. when they said, "Well, what adjustments did you make at halftime?" But he goes. Uh, uh, just give the Miles Austin. Yeah. Uh, what were you going to say, Brian? I'm sorry. No, I'm just going to say. Well, let's be uh, honest. Thank you. <laughs> let's let's be honest though. Eli Manning has not played very well this year. No, and he hasn't. And 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 that's you know if if McAdoo would have handled things differently, you know maybe. But I I don't think there's anybody that could say, boy, you know you're benching a quarterback that's on a roll. You know you're you're benching a guy that's well, been playing pretty bad. I'm going to go to his brother Peyton Manning in his yeah. last season with the Broncos. He was not playing well. Of course, he got an injury, and then you know Brock Osweiler was able to come in, and he was on a roll, and he was doing well. But if they would have benched 
Peyton Manning for that Super Bowl to go with Brock the hot hand or yeah. even throughout the playoffs. Well, they knew they had a great defense. Yeah, that's that, true. That, 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 that's their, true. Their defense was going to win that Super but Bowl. But what I'm saying, it was it was yeah. Peyton Manning-esque. Well, it, it, it's never easy to – look what happened with the Cowboys. How many days do we talk about Tony Romo never coming back? Well, I yeah. Mean, I mean, that was – that you know, that's a difficult thing when you're, when you're facing your franchise – is now no longer the face of your franchise. Yeah. Rarely do quarterbacks get to go out on their own terms. Even the Rarely. greatest. I mean, yeah. it's it really Denver is the only. Uh, John Elway winning the Super Bowl. You're right. And Peyton. Yeah. Last what a couple years ago. Right. But but he didn't go out where he started. No. Yeah. Right. To leave. Exactly. Yeah. I. You're right. I mean, Eli's had a had a tough season. But again, it's it also speaks to what's around him. They we talked about it week one. I mean, the Giants have invested defensively. A lot of money spent on that front four. Not a lot of money in investment in the offensive line. The running game is near the bottom of the league this year. I think they're getting 3.8 yards of carry, so he needs help. And it, and it doesn't help that you don't have Beckham and those some of his weapons as well. But it's always the quarterback's fault. Comes with the dinner. Right? It's part of the, yeah. part of the job, though. But, but they're not scoring points. No, they're not. They're and not. You know what? And so what we were talking about, the Cowboys getting off to a fast start, their downfall has been getting off to a slow start. Right offensively I mean it took them four or three and outs before they got going right in this game that they won oh, so yeah. and look at what's there. happened in the other three first halves so uh yeah they've got to if, rectify that if a, a strong, if a strong coach and a strong GM would have benched Eli Manning and do you think that would have I mean they, they could have come out and said he's not playing well we're not winning games when we, you we, said that I thought of Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft yeah if they had benched him for Davis Webb I would have understood it because I think you could have rationalized it as season's over. Yeah. Let's take the last month, evaluate this young guy. And because we're going to have a top pick, maybe we need to go draft a quarterback next spring. Let's evaluate the guy we have. I know Jerry Reese, you know, I mean, I know him and, you know, I respect what he's done, but the the thing about it is this is not an easy job being a GM because you do have to make decisions like that, you know? It just so happens the GM here is also the owner. He had to make the decision on Tony Romo. Yeah. You know? But these decisions aren't easy. And everybody's like, oh, you know, you're feeling sorry for the player and all that. The general manager is the guy like, you know what? They're paid to make those decisions. If you feel like that Eli Manning is not playing well enough or any quarterback's not playing or any player's not playing well enough, you know, you've you, you got to make a move. you got to go on. Well, don't you think the owners had a hand in it, though? They oh, didn't no have question. A, they didn't have a visible hand if, in it. Any general manager worth his salt, he's keep, going to the owner ownership. And saying, yeah, hey, this is what well, we're going to do. All of a sudden, what do you think you had those meetings on Tuesday or Monday, maybe, and you say, "Listen, we need to figure out what the situation is with Davis Webb. What's the best way we can do this?" And you know, the the ownership would go, "We really want to do this." You know, I mean, you know, they, you, there's it's that. Just, yeah, you're, you're, you're back and forth talk. But then Jerry Reese, obviously, I mean, like you say, Jerry Reese and Ben McAdoo are not making a decision to bench Eli Manning. They're, they're making a recommendation, you know. Ben McAdoo may be making a recommendation to Jerry Reese. Jerry Reese making a, a recommendation to Tish and to, Mara. Uh, and to Mara. I think Mara said publicly this week, I could have overruled it, and I didn't. Yeah. So, I, but they've skated. Yeah. 
they got a pass. I don't. I didn't see a lot of people criticizing the owners, but they sure came down. Yeah, but is it? But I, I to me, I don't put ownership on it because isn't the owners ownership? I mean, Jerry's different. He's the GM. These guys but, are kind of hands on. I think. are they? Because no, normally, yeah. when when since nineteen twenty five, they've been hands on. Okay, I mean, I just kind of feel like a, a lot of this is a this is a unique situation with the Cowboys with Jerry's role, obviously. But a lot of owners, they just they let their GMs handle business and yeah but, and but it's, it's changing yeah but the thing about it is when you're, when you're talking about it's not like you're talking about somebody that's only been there two years and you're making this call you know it's not like it's like a guy that's been there it's been your franchise like you say your face for 14 years might be in the hall of fame two super bowl yeah. rings yeah yeah, yeah. No. it's not like the guy the owner's living in paris and just has yeah. this toy yeah. here yeah you know kind of kind like, of the oh, way the cowboys to... were at the beginning yeah you know, a telegram to our owner out there in Paris. Yeah, I'm, Mara knew. I mean, back then, knew. that's yeah, what it was. They knew. That's the way it used to be. This was my little toy here, yeah. and I let the general manager or the president run the team. Just tell me how much money you need. Right. Well, things changed when yeah. this became a business. It's a business. I wonder if people didn't realize that there would be such an outcry when Manning was benched. You know, maybe they thought, "Hey, they'll understand. He's not doing it." If, so, if they even thought about that. You know, if the Giants, and I think the Giants have. Uh, 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 dot com department very similar to ours. Oh, we need to call John. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, Get I mean, him on I, Friday. I, I, I'm, 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 I guarantee you though, their evaluation is that they came out and they would say, "Hey, Manning is not playing well." Yeah. You know, something has to be done. It, and it, and again, it's about the quarterback. And it, there's no easy way to do this. There's no easy way. It's no just okay. Hey, we're you know, it's it's said and done. It, well, if it's about the quarterback though, then why is he expected to start this week? After one game, and Gino didn't yeah. play bad yeah, last because, week because because Spagnola knows he can't. He's got four games left, and he can't lose the locker room. He's yeah, got to and, find a way to. That's what happened to he, yeah. McAdoo. Yeah, he lost the locker room, and so now what Spagnola smartly has done is because his own players. See, that's the thing. Coordinators have different with the head coach. Players will talk to the coordinators. Yeah, they'll come in their office and close the door and talk to Marinelli. Talk, you know, the, you can get a better vibe as, a, as, a, as an assistant. You get a better vibe than the head coach. Nobody wants to go talk to the head coach. Yeah. Everybody wants to go talk to the, the assistant. Who's your position coach? Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. you, you close, you walk in there and close your the door. OC or yeah. So Spagnola knows talking to some defensive guys. Hey, what's the mood in the locker room in there? Man, I can't believe what they did to Eli. Yeah, we need to fix that. Okay, let's do that. He's got to get everybody back on the same page. Yeah, their season's lost. But Mickey's right. You're going to get their best shot. I mean, you better be ready for their. You better be ready to withstand their best shot. No doubt about that. And it, and it might not be good enough on offense, but it, it it could be good enough on defense. Right, surely could. Surely could. Well, hey, guys. I mean, they won a ten seven game last year with Eli Manning playing. This know. was a team that was twelve and four last year. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And a lot of that defensive personnel is there and still healthy and still playing. Yeah, I don't the defensive I don't, front. Yeah, I don't see this as me being like, hey, sound the alarm. I'm just saying I, I've been in these situations where guys get fired, and in the last month of the season, you're thinking, okay, I've been getting a check every Tuesday. It's been kind of nice. Well, wait a minute. I'm not, I don't have a contract next year. It happened, it happened here. The Cowboys finished, started 1-7. 5-3? and 5-3 five and five five and and down the stretch yeah. and, and played a lot, lot better. Got the head coach the job. Yeah. Where did, where did they win their first game? 4-15. Beat the Giants. Saturday. Sunday. (laughs) Right? Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, I just told you guys that the Giants were 12 and 4 last season, but the Cowboys were 13 and 3. And we were sitting here a year ago with the playoffs clinched, and now we're sitting here 
up and down, up and down. Of course, they won on Thursday. The Eagles lost. And last week, Rob and I jokingly told you guys, hey, the Eagles go out and lose their next five games. Yeah. The Cowboys win their next five games. The Cowboys can win the NFC East. Yeah, One down, four to go. Get the T-shirts ready. Four yeah. to go. Who did the Eagles have this week? Uh, Rams. 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 So that's a great They're game. They're out on the West Coast. Oh. Yeah. They yeah. stayed out there, too, didn't they? Yeah. They did? Stayed. I think they, they did. They did. They stayed out there. That's hard. They're probably in Thousand Oaks. It's possible. <laughs> or, or, or Oxnard. It's possible. Here in Goff. Somebody told me. me no, no. Proud. I'll tell you where they're training. Someone told me this. They're at the where uh, the Angels play baseball. Oh, okay. In that's Anaheim? A, in Anaheim. Oh, that's nice. That's where they're at. Yeah. Well, maybe, you know, there'll be some animosity. Jared Goff taken before Wentz. <laughs> Wentz is like, I'm the MVP. Nice. Yes. Get that, some talk going. Yeah. Stoke those flames. Storyline here. I don't think Wentz is the kindest. You know, it's, you know what? You needed him. Again, you needed him to beat Seattle to help you. I know. I know. But, but the problem you're going to get into is you don't want him playing that last game. That's part of your plan. You don't. You want them to have things kind of wrapped up. They're going to have to play that last. That's game. what I'm saying. Minnesota is making them have to play this well, last game. And here's Minnesota's the other. Minnesota's real. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Hot quarterback defense is great. Hot quarterback in case Yes. Well, and they've hot got, hand, and they've got they've got the Rams in. Who's the other team? that's nine and three. Oh, the Saints. They're Saints. breathing down their neck. The now. Saints play Thursday night again. They the Saints can get. They can knock the Falcons down again. Here's the other thing about it. We've seen the Cowboys couple times in recent years sit that last game doesn't pay off to because then your guys are winding up you get two weeks off essentially for your starters there's some rust maybe there and also if you're sitting there as the Eagles and the Cowboys need a win to get in and you got Zeke and it's a different football team kind of like when Rodgers came back last year for the Packers are you the Eagles and you're like I don't want to see these guys in January let's just knock them out right now and treat it like a playoff game so I yeah I fully expect the Eagles to I think Load up I, for I, that I, one. I think everybody's plan going forward was beat the Giants, beat the Raiders, beat the Seahawks at home, and let's see what happens in that last game because if they don't have to play, you can win that game. I think that's what everybody's plan in their mind. Now it's Minnesota is making this difficult. And the Saints can make this difficult too. Saints keep winning. They, you know, the Saints are playing for home field too. What about the Seahawks? Seahawks that was a big are win the other night. They're only yeah. a half game back. They're eight and four. They're only a half game behind uh, old Rams. No, so, a game, right? Yeah, a game. Nine and three, eight yeah. and four. The thing about it is, though, you go out and you lose a game, you, it's over. Yeah, I, I probably. It's over. Yeah. So, you, I mean, but because you, but Atlanta's got a two game lead on you, too, essentially, with the tiebreaker. That's why the, the I think the head coach rubbed off on the owner because this morning he said, I don't mean to sound like an owner when they asked him about winning five straight and. And he said, we got to focus on one play at a time, yeah. one game at a time. It was great. I loved it. Yeah. And he goes, I know this is boring, but you're not going to get anything else to come out of my mouth. Like, incite yeah. anybody that, oh, yeah, we're going to win this one, and then we're going to win that one, and then we're going to get Zeke back, you know? Yeah. It's like you better go out and have a good practice on Wednesday. And apparently, I guess I was mistaken, and I'll just say this real quick before we go to break, but they will not be flexing – the Cowboys Raiders game no. is going to stay at Sunday Night Football. Yeah, NBC, they they need those points. Yeah, you yeah. Know. Well, the Thursday night game against the Redskins was the most watched Thursday night game of the season. Yeah. I was. They've had, was a good, they, they, they've had a good Thursday exciting. night schedule though. The, the league has done a better job right? with Thursday night games. Yeah, this one's jo- good. 
But that was that was 16 million people watching. So saying you didn't like the Jacksonville Tennessee game. There's been some good ones and some not so good ones. Division winner. Okay, give him some respect. Truth, truth. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take our first break here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. When we come back, we will talk more about updates. Sean Lee back. So join us after this break. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas in football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. This is Talkin' Cowboys. We are back. We are back, and put Tommy John on underwear that's guaranteed to never ride up trust me i wear it it's nothing like you've ever worn before plus it's backed by the best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee shop exclusive cowboys underwear at tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys for 20 percent off your first order tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys thank you sir yesterday i was listening to sirius xm and uh they had the the woman host that's actually I, reading did you hear that too yeah, well, she's the part owner she's the founder of I, Tommy I, John? Of Tommy John. Is she the Remember wife I told you of this? Tommy John? Well, who? It's a lady. She's got an unusual last name. I don't know, but she was like, and it's the best She's underwear. the host of the show? Guaranteed. No, 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 no it wasn't the host. She's it was the, just a commercial break. A commercial oh, break. Like oh. The, the, the founder. Well, then you're going to start reading these. Yeah, the founder of Tommy John. And it was. And I better get some. And it had something to do me. with. Maybe like, you it will. Some, it had some to do. And your man's ornaments or something like that. It was one of those. Ornaments? Yeah, it was something like that. Uh. It was Deck <laughs> the halls. Yeah. I'm just telling you. She. I was driving along. I was listening to. I was listening to uh, the uh, the Oklahoma TCU game. Yeah. Driving to do my high school game, and she was on. I'm like, oh, it's a, it, the late. The founder of Tommy John's is a woman. Awesome. Yeah. Equality. Good. Absolutely. Hey, Sean Lee, back in the lineup this week. What do you think of it, it's, Robert? It's looking like that's the case. Going to see how he practices, but the expectation sounds like Wednesday he should be pretty full go. He's been pointing to this. I think those that three game in 12 days was a wash. Too much to ask. Yeah, I, I think they've been pointing to this for a while. And uh, 
it would be big to get him back. You know, the Cowboys with Lee in the lineup in the opener against the Giants, those three points allowed, lowest of the season, lowest of the Giants season. So, hey, can they replicate that with him in the lineup? The way that the the lack of second-level blocking for the Giants will be a huge factor for their inability. I mean, it'll be a factor for them. They, they, they won't be able to block Sean Lee. I, I really don't think they will. Because, again, they just do not get guys up. I mean, they're fighting with guys along the line of scrimmage. They're a push-shove group, kind of belly-to-belly, kind yeah. of try-and-push-you-around group. And they're really not good at that. And so Sean Lee, let him run free. We all know that. Sean Lee will make 13 tackles in this game. Trust me. The way that the, way that the Giants block. It's going to be a problem for him. It really will be. Then Hitchens will have 10. Yeah. Jalen Smith will have eight. And then Demarcus Lawrence will be back with the sacks. There you go. Keep that lead. Yeah, no, that, 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 that is. That, I mean, yeah, because Chad, Chad Wheeler, who's been playing right tackle for them, I'm just going to say this is awful. He really is. He's awful. And, and it's a problem. And, and, and you feel bad for Eli Manning and them. I mean, the way he, they're taking hits and stuff. But every time he st- has to step up in the pocket, it's generally Chad Wheeler – on that's, that right side. And that's what I go back to with the Eli decision. Like, is he really the problem? Like, I mean, well, really? I mean, I get maybe he can make, make throws change. under pressure, you know, but not maybe not this much pressure. Yeah. It's, and they don't have a running game they can lean on. No. Their be, their best their best their best runner in my opinion is Wayne Galman. The kid they drafted in the 4th round out of Clemson. They don't hand him the ball. They got four backs to play and they all kind of I don't know why. Galman, he's the best one out in Especially my opinion. Since you can give him a nickname, Gallopin' Galman. Yeah. Yeah. With the jackrabbit <laughs> on the other side of the ball. Yeah, that's what their pro- that's that's. But their their problems have been this offensive line. They they have they have no identity other than bad. <laughs> that's their identity. Wow, we're bad. So do you think uh, since you mentioned Sean Lee, what do you think about Skandrick? Broken bones. In he the was back. able to finish. Well, he didn't finish, did he? Did like the end? He yeah, came he out. He came out in the fourth quarter, and he was walking awfully gingerly after the game. So I, I don't know. I, Garrett didn't sound like he was going to practice tomorrow. Tomorrow for sure. Hmm. Maybe by the All end right. of the week. I don't. I don't know. I'm able to make it. I'm, I'm kind of half. I think he missed. Got my arm like right. I think he misses one. Yeah. Tony missed one. Same injury. Yeah. Different yeah. position. I don't know if that Although matters. Although Tony didn't have to tackle. Yeah. Yeah. I would say I would say he's probably not going to play. Yeah. So we'll see. They'll they'll match things up. I mean they they did it. But we saw what happened last week. What did they do? They put Xavier Woods in the slot. Yeah. And put somebody on the outside. That's what they'll do again. I, it'll come down to either Jordan or maybe, Lewis or, 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 Anthony, or Anthony Brown. Brown put Anthony Brown in the slot. Jason brought his name up when somebody asked and right. goes, "Well, we do have Anthony Brown. And, yeah. Uh, ben Wickery. Yes. So. Yeah. Don't don't count that out either. Don't count. Giants that. have a hard time throwing the ball. They do. They do. No receivers, no line. Quarterback is gets hit every play. I mean, still, now we got to watch them because of the defense. We do. Yeah. We do. Let's go to the phone lines. We have Elvis from Midland on the line. Well, I thought you said Elvis from Memphis. I was being a little impressed there. Elvis. What do you got? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, it looks like to me, and again, I'm just sitting on my couch watching, but the receiver routes are predictable. Occasionally, Dez is in the slot. But what I'm looking for is – maybe get this receiver stacked like they do in Arizona where they're stacked three deep. Um, I just don't think our receivers can be, can be coverage like a lot of teams beat Dallas with over the middle and stuff like that. So you can just comment on changing the receiver routes and stacks up. Thanks. 
I mean, okay. I've seen them stack the receivers. Yeah, and they just kind of scatter. Bunch, bunch yeah. scatter. Yeah, bunch of them. Yeah. They've been going three left, three right. I think up until the last game last week that Dez had been put in the slot like 128 times. Been in the slot quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. See, that, I, I think that – There's a perception out there that he's always on the outside. And right. He runs the same route right. all the time. Right. And it's not the case. Not the case. He does run – it seems like he does run better routes against the Redskins. He's got those down. The ends, the slants, the curls, things like that. They need more of that. Well, the it, routes get better when the production gets better. That's fair, too. That's, that's fair. like, we will score more points. No. And you saw what he did, the 50-50 ball that went up. I mean, he went and got And it, it was a good pass. But you know how It you was know, a catchable ball. Well, you know, you know why I thought he, he, it worked out well for him? He won off the line of scrimmage. He won. He won the route. Now he gives himself an opportunity to go and find the mark and then go get the ball. Mm-hmm. When he's fighting with people and then having to go and f- try and find the ball, it doesn't work out for him all the time. That was Derek Dooley's pet peeve when he got here with Des Bryant. You've got to get off the line of scrimmage. You, you can't be sitting there muscling your way right. around. Right. And by time that happens, the quarterback says, oh, he's eliminated, and they move on from you. Right. Mm-hmm. You've got to get off the line of scrimmage. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. There you go. Man. And then what other – there should be one – oh, Dak's hand. So we, we took care of Dak's hand. We got Sean Lee in there. Orlando and Skandrick. we got Skandrick already questionable before they practice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anybody else? Everybody else good? You got your offensive lineman a little banged up still, I'm sure. Probably. Well, I'm sure this did wonders for Tyron Smith. Yeah. Yeah, um, but it's something he's probably managing through, throughout the rest of the and season. And LC. Yeah. Well, he's going to manage the, the problem. I mean, he, but it's his groin that was the bothering him, not the back. It was his groin this time. See, the thing about it is, too, these players see what's ahead. Yeah. They're, they, the calendar's now switched to December. They know there's four weeks. So it, it, we've had, it's been a long campaign for going, you know, I mean, we were at a Hall of Fame game, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's been a long campaign. Seems like so, a year ago. Yeah. So It really does. You really have to suck it up the last four games of the season. You're actually you're playing for something. You're playing to try and get in the tournament. I mean, you could be San Francisco or Cleveland or one of these other teams. I mean, heck, think about what they're going through in Kansas City right now. You know, I mean, you're, you're thinking, how do we just get a damn win? You know. Was it Marcus Peters who threw the flag yeah. the other day because he was just Boy, mad? What a shot, too. Good throw. Get it into the stands. He did. But yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Alex Mack. Players, players know their bodies are hurting, but they they will gut it up for four weeks. I feel like Tyrone Crawford is a great example of that he, for the past two seasons. Absolutely, yes. You know, yeah. he always knows. Demarcus Lawrence is another great example yeah. for that. I mean, all of these guys are playing through something. You're getting beat up all throughout the season. Yeah, Dak's hand is going to be a problem until you know they finally you know he gets to rest it. Now, someone who who might be more rested than others is. Who's, wherever he's sitting, Ezekiel Elliott, mm-hmm. two games now. Is it yeah. crazy to think we've already gone through four games? Yeah, that's the way I the mean, season flies. No, it seems like it because they lost three of them. Yeah, <laughs> lost three of them. Mickey was, Mickey was looking no. at his picture of him framed on his desk yes. every day. One, yes. one to ten shape factor for Zeke. I think it's going to be good. Ten being the high shape factor, ready to go. One being, Brian, you get out there and carry the ball. Oh, I don't think I, that's the bad. option. That's yeah. alternative. Bad. Yeah. I think it's going to be eight to ten range. I think it's going to be some of the best you've ever seen. Are you you asking that, Brian? Because you're concerned I'm, about it. No, I'm asking. Yes, I just, he is. I'm just asking. 
I'm asking because we're all, we've all kind of taken our little baskets and kind of walked down the street and we're just kind of like put all those little eggs in them. Let's hope. And he's going to come back and you're going to be like, that's Ezekiel Elliott? I hope so. I hope so, Tay. No, I think. But we, we haven't seen a guy that has a whole hell of a lot of discipline. I know. I mean, we're not exactly talking about, uh, you know. Do you think he's learned his lesson? That's a hard question. It is a hard question, but I mean, you know, maybe they, maybe they put him in solitary confinement somewhere. Seems like it. Timeout for six weeks. <laughs> Workout like timeout. It. Well, when he reported to camp, what did you think about his conditioning and how he looked? Because that's after an off season, and I, I know, okay, you're through OTAs and minicamp, but then you have a know, month my, five my, weeks away. My running back wears two hoodies, uh, a turtleneck, and a <laughs> he wears all those stuff to practice in. Yeah, you know, he's trying to extra sweat. Kind of thing. Always a kind of a little bit of a concern. I, I don't. I hate the rule that you can't be right, around here. I don't, I don't think it's fair to any team, and no matter what type of suspension, but because it's you can't be around, you can't have that environment. But yeah. I, I'm not that concerned that he's going to be way out of shape. No. Let me ask you this: notorious slow starter. Worried about six weeks, Mickey. Notorious slow starter. It looks like the last couple of seasons we've had him. Yeah, but there was a reason the first year. He missed all of training camp with a hamstring. hamstring. They didn't play him in a game. Sure. I don't know if he started slow this year. I think we've we've given credit to those those opponents good, good the defenses. first month. Yeah. Sure. Right. I, th- I thought he was pressing the hold, trying to make plays in those games. O-line. O-line. I mean, he got hit by the, behind the line of scrimmage a lot. Yeah. So, I, you're there, right. You're right, though. We're counting on these last two games of the season. He's going to put up 150 and – and they're going to be back to exactly the way they were. Well, did I ask you guys this question? Did I ask you the other day when you were on Mickey? If you're out of the playoffs, do you even play him? I guess you have to get through. Yes, the next I two think weeks. you do. Try to finish strong. Yes. I feel like you would, and I say that because you know you kind of have the idea of like, hey, you got a good back, you got to use your back. You know, I just give. I would give Rod Smith the games. To see, find yeah. out about him. Find out more. about him. If you're out of the playoffs, you know, maybe even give maybe give Cooper Rush a game. If you're out of it, if you're out of it, I don't know if that's the head coach's. I, I'm just telling you though. I don't want to go in. I wouldn't want to go into 2008. Give Chaz Green a shot too. Sit Tyron Smith. Yeah, why not? If you're going to play Cooper Rush, you're going to play Noah Brown. Yeah, why not? How about all those defensive backs too? They're already playing. I'm just talking about stardom. <laughs> They already are. Start all of them. They're they're playing. They're starting. It's good thought. I just I don't know if the no, coach I mean, I, thinks hey, that way. No, no. I, you know, hey, I hope this is a playoff run. I'm just saying though, would you? How terrible would you feel in a in a meaningless week 15 game? You realize <laughs> since 2006, we've only known twice that the season's going to be over before. Oh no, I know the last game of the season. Yeah. 2010 and 2015. It's parody. Really no, it's not parody. They've been they've been right at the edge all those years. Now I know they didn't win a Super Bowl, and I know that's the bottom line. But think about it. We couldn't plan our lives any of those years, but twice. Oh yeah. What are you trying to plan right now? You realize for the last 15 I didn't years, go skiing. the Patriots have won at least 10 games. Mickey's Maybe. trying to get that Missouri game. Imagine Mick if you're sitting up in Foxborough. You, for the last 15 years, you've always won 10 games in your season. You could just book it. Skiing in February. Yeah. Yeah. You're in the Super Bowl sometimes, too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sometimes you got to wait till mid-February. Yeah. You're going at the spring break point. Yeah. I saw that today. I was like, 
Wow. I don't know. I mean, I just, I, you know, I'm hopeful. I'm, we're all, I think we're all hopeful that they, but I'm also, I, I'm also from the school of, you know what? I'm, I'm not afraid to let a guy, a couple of guys be inactive for those games. If I could get 2018 off to a healthy start. I mean, I guess if, if, and we're going way hypothetical here, but it, like if you get to week 17 and the Eagles have it wrapped up and they're not playing anybody. Okay. I, maybe I could see that. Make it but I'm focusing game. on having a great Tuesday. Oh, you trying should. to beat those no, giants because no, it's not over. No, you should. And I don't. I didn't. I didn't say it was over. I didn't say it was over at all. I'm just saying that it. To me, it's. It's one of those things you got to kind of. You know, if it if it gets to that, then you have to kind of plan ahead. It didn't happen at the end of the 2015 season, did it? What? Just play just, guys. Just play guys. Yeah. Well, you bench. You Blow had Kellen off. Moore in there because he was the best option at that. Terrence point. Kind of was Desia Toye and Terrence Mitchell and those guys were in there at the end. Terrence Mitchell. He got an interception against Kansas City Chiefs. Hey, coach, but this is the way I like to do it. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Coach Marinelli, you there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it didn't last long. (laughs) Did not last. Get him out of here. (laughs) Get him out of here. You don't buy in, you're out. Yeah. I mean, who did did they bench to to put in uh, Kellen Moore? Matt Castle. Yeah. After the most bizarre, he was one of the guys that helped the Patriots get a ten-win season. That the Jets game, an interception that was trying to throw it away, and he threw it right to the guy. Intentional grounding on interception, probably a league first ever. Yeah, I think you're right. There was no receiver there, just a just a defensive back. Is that what happened? Or he was he falling just, backwards trying to throw it out of bounds, and he threw it to the DB who returned it. That's for right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, there was no receiver there. Throw a flag. What a time to be it alive. It has been a minute. We are going to take our final break here. And when we come back, we do have a Rob's Twitter poll. So we're back to All business. right. Yeah. The poll returns. The poll returns. So we will be back right after this final break. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it. And your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black, is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit GetJackBlack.com Cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black. Look good. Smell good. Feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com cowboy to find a retailer nearest 
interest you. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. This is Talkin' Cowboys. And if it's Talkin' Cowboys, it's Talkin' Papa John's Pizza because we know why it tastes so great. It only costs $10. Any pizza you want, even in the pan. And if you get that pan pizza, you get more of those ingredients like the veggies that are fresh, whole, and never frozen. And the pepperoni, 100% pork and beef made to USDA standards. And with ingredients like that, you have a better pizza, and it's Papa John's. That sounds good. Hey, I was going to make you a Papa John's bet, Brian. Got it. You know, we're sitting here. We got four games left. Mm. Obviously, a lot can happen. If the Cowboys make make the playoffs... Papa John's for, for a week? four weeks. For once once a week for four weeks. Deal. Okay. So I'm saying they do, you say they don't, or? No, I'm just taking whatever bet you want to take. <laughs> <laughs> whatever okay. side, whatever your side you want, I'll take the other side. We win. I think they have a distribution center off of 360 when you're going towards the stadium. Oh, well, keep that in mind, Brian. Yeah. yeah you just go to the distribution center. When this center. thing keeps going into January. The deep dish was really good. It was great. Yeah. And I'll you, do that you again. came through. I appreciate it. Yeah. Now, now, Robert, you always have it. The Rob's Twitter poll. Yes. It's been a minute since we had one of these. And it's the third time I've heard that today. Well, it's been a minute. That's not fourth the time. time, fourth time. So, hey, everybody's feeling better about the team after life. last Thursday. All you got to do is life. one, huh? You got a 24-point win against your rival. You're not out of this playoff thing yet. So, okay, four I got pizza left. riding on it. Yeah, pizza's riding on it. Which area of the team? Do you feel best about now heading into December? Simple mm. poll. Offense, defense, or special teams? You can factor in Zeke coming back in two games. You can factor in Lee coming back maybe this week, most likely this week. Where do you guys feel good about entering this holiday season? Hmm. Yeah, I stumped you. Good, good poll question. Thank you. What do you got, Mickey? <laughs> special teams. That's an option. Hey, that was the first punt return for a touchdown since 2013. Dwayne Harris? Yeah. yeah, Switzer with a heck of a play. Kayvon Frazier doing some things, too. Is it, is it foolish to think that the changes that they made in the secondary makes the defense better? Is it foolish just adding a Wouzier and moving Skandrick outside? And Cheeto was impressive, huh? What have I always said about Skandrick? Better on the outside. Let him play one spot. Let him play one spot, yeah. Don't let him do both. Yeah. Man. I think the foolish thing, Brian, that I'm having a hard time thinking about with those guys that you're talking about adding is thinking, okay, yeah, they're rookies, they'll get better. But I want to see them have a full off season. And yeah. I say that, like, you know, you can't just put those guys in there and say, oh, they'll be great. They didn't really play at training camp. Yeah. What was better about the offense this week? They protected better. The line. He said it during the week, yeah, the O-line. They protect better or run the ball better? They did a better job run well, blocking, too. Well, I don't think you can run the ball better if your offensive line doesn't play better. So it's not just the protection. And I think, I think they just they were healthier. And I still think that if you go back and look at it, 
there was some meat left on the bone in that running game, too. Ooh. Let me ask you this, though. So the three-game winning streak not— Did you not think so? Didn't you see some things that you said, ooh, look at that? No, I was just laughing at the Joseph Randall quote. Yeah. yeah. Bring Joe Randall up every now and then. But weren't— but do you He's feel like do you feel like they were capable of playing like that during the three game losing streak? I think sort of not what with I, the injuries. What I pointed offensive out, line. Yeah, what I pointed out today is they had some things go badly for them, and they didn't grit their teeth and and play through it. It was almost like oh here we go again, and if, well if you're going to win in this league. And I hate to sound like the head coach, but you got to overcome some adversity, and they didn't. Every time something went wrong, went bad, it was like, oh. You know, sometimes, okay, you give up 25 points. Go score 30. You know, you don't quit playing defense. Yeah, where was the fight? I kind of – I toss out the Atlanta game. And I'm not trying to put everything on Chaz. Coach Green. took the blame for that one, huh? Head coach took. Well, the blame they didn't help him enough. They probably no, no, should have. Yeah, the they should have made a change probably, and and just gone with something else earlier in the game. And it just affected everything because they couldn't pass protect, and then it affected how you can maintain balance in the running game, and the score got out of hand. So I take that one out of it. Mickey's referencing that three game losing streak. The other two, yeah, Brian. I mean, not having Tyrons of. You know, that Philly yeah. game hurts. So, yeah, they were the closest to full strength they've been. I think that, that was a factor, as Tay said. I give Lyle Collins a lot of credit for the way he played the other night. No practice at all? No practice. Ryan Kerrigan. Yeah. Not Preston full, Smith. Not full strength. Not a ton of help. Yeah. Really good job. Under the radar player of the game on the Jason Garrett show. Oh, there we go. Ah. Nice. Who did, who did, the, who did the fans say? I went, I went defense. You went defense? I went defense. You guys got to vote? What was the question? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm joking. Best thing that you could. Who you got? I said special teams just to be a jerk. I, I feel <laughs> good about. I feel you good feel good about, about being a jerk? No, I feel. Well, <laughs> yeah, that, that of course. too, of course. Yeah. Uh, with Sean Lee on the field, I, I feel better about the defense. Okay. Yeah. Got one? I just feel better about the feel offense. Better. Just every, just life. Just every offense. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right. Thirty eight after not scoring, but twenty two total. They looked more like themselves in the second half. Yes. Wearing on teams, yes. grinding with the running game. Special teams wins the the poll. Mick forty one percent. Well, think about it. Forty percent goes to the defense. Nineteen percent to the offense. Your punter is on fire. Yeah. I think he's second in the league in punts downed inside the twenty. He's got a really good net average. People just don't return the punts. No. Your kicker's back healthy, by the way. You don't have to worry about extra points banging off the upright. Right. Um, How about this? How about this? You create turnovers. And you turn- and yeah. yes. created turnovers. You get turnovers. That part. You create a turnover and you get a score. How about that? I mean, I, could, I, could, I know he said it with tongue-in-cheek about the, the special teams. But I mean that's not wrong. A lot of jerks out there voting for special teams today. <laughs> you think that you think it was a jerk move? What? No, I think No, no, I mean you think people are just pulling No, no, I think they that Ryan Switzer you know, we talk about the punt return fumble he had being the difference in the game against the Rams. Momentum shifts. This was a momentum shift in the positive way. Here's a here's a question. The Redskins. Is Ryan Switzer the most misunderstood player on this team? Meaning 
misunderstood. Misunderstood what he what he does, his role, what his what he you know that he's a. Oh, everybody wants more. Yeah, I think you know they. I think it's I think fine. Misunderstood. I mean, one of the. I mean, misunderstood that the fact that they don't. Everybody's kind of like they're either really on him or they're with him. I mean, he's or they don't use him enough. Or they, yeah, yeah. I mean, the big question I got the next day was, why was Beasley catching punts? Yeah. It's like, well, they did that last year. They did. When the punt's going to land inside the 20-yard line, I want to have somebody because, who's going to catch the, the darn other, ball. A quarter of the fans also said he was, that, that Ryan Switcher has no judgment. You know. So then you, you, you say, they say, well, why is, he catching, why is Beasley catching punts? He goes, well, the coaches are worried about his judgment. Oh, and then you're like, well, because then half the other, like I say, a quarter of the other fans are going, well, he has no judgment. That's what I'm saying. I think he's a really misunderstood player on this. Shiny team. new toy. And you're happy to see that it's actually working. Yeah, you drafted him in the fourth round for what he yeah. did the other night. Overhyped? I think you're talking about overhyped Taco Charlton. Taco all the way. No, Switzer. Switzer? Switzer's yeah. more overhyped? Oh, yeah, because he got to play during the offseason, and everybody wrote OTAs. about everything he was oh, doing in hey. OTAs. Both hands up here. No Beasley. Both look at, hands look at up what here. this guy's doing. Oh, Both. yeah, because Beasley missed Both time. hands. He's going to start. Yeah, he bo- was the lucky whitehead of this OTAs. Yeah. Both hands up here. I'm not, hey, that's what I'm saying. It's one of those things when you're writing about guys, and you're kind of like, you're thinking, okay, what is their role going to be? That's another one of those misevaluations. What he's done a great job. I mean, I, we felt like though we've had some discussions on the show that he's capable of returning a punt or a kick. We just need Mickey. Wanted Mickey said, "Give me some blocking." Mickey got some blocking the other day. That's yeah, why, when we were talking about inactives, I, I I wasn't down with putting him down because he kind of he's been building towards a return like this. He's had some pretty. Oh, he was he was ten minutes away from sitting in that one. I mean, he was the last guy. There were questions about the ankle and all that stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He was banged up too during the ankle looked okay to me. Yeah. Yep. Mickey the doctor. I think you got the wrong word uh for taco. Not overhyped. I think there was expectations over expectations of him from people because he was a first round draft choice. Sure. And I think if people had listened to this show, we warned them that this guy's not a walk in starter. He's not a walk in star. He he's a project. And it's going to take some time, and and I think, but because he was a first round pick, everybody expected him to have ten sacks by now, and that was never going to happen. And not just not. Has any rookies got ten sacks? What does what does Lawson have in Bar- uh, Barnett? Had Barnett, had Barnett, Barnett is Philadelphia. I don't think he's got ten. T.J. Watt, he's yeah. at like eight, maybe eight and a half, yeah. something like that. He's having a good year. You know, we're sitting here talking about DeMarcus Lawrence getting back on track, and I didn't realize that Calais Campbell actually set the season record for the Jacksonville Jaguars with 12.5. Did he? Yeah. Wow. Single season, highest number of sacks. Yeah. Well, they only been around 20. I know, but. But it's impressive. 1995? 12.5 is pretty low. Saxonville. Saxonville. Yeah. But that's still pretty low. Yeah, it is. Fun defense to watch. Yeah, they get after you. I think they've shut out a couple teams. Yeah, yeah Barry Church is waving yeah. to you, Brian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but better, got, we got many, better talent here. Just going to tell you, we got better talent here. I which love the game, practices. Which game did they have like 10 sacks in, though? Indy. Wasn't it? Was it Indianapolis? Yeah, well, it, it was. was. It was a massacre. Yeah, no one's going to catch them once you get 10 sacks in one game. Uh, how's our guy done in Atlanta since we... <laughs> That's a great question. You know what? I was watching that. That's a game. thirty for thirty right there. <laughs> I watched that game and I was waiting to hear his name. Never, right? Never. Yeah. And I finally went on the NFL 
site, and I wanted to see if he was playing. Who was playing? Because yeah. I, you know, you it's hard unless you see his hair. Mm-hmm. It's hard to see numbers on TV. That's why mm-hmm. I feel sorry for people that have to watch the game. On he has eight total. He came Rayburn. in. Yeah, he's got eight. So he doesn't yeah. have any since then, right? Did he have six in that game? Yeah, he had six. Oh, and he had two. Game. He had two going in. And if he gets to ten, he gets like one point two so million. My has, gosh, he's got to get there, doesn't he? He hasn't had. A I mean, sack. I would be jumping you know, outside. <laughs> Saints. I would. The I only mean, time I noticed Giants him, on the schedule there somewhere. The only time I noticed him is they put him inside, and <laughs> the other guy that's the pass rusher. Did they move Beasley over there? Big or Beasley. Beasley. Yeah. What's the other guy? The the, the McKinley. 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 Yeah. They put McKinley on his spot and moved him inside, and they both rushed, and the tackle couldn't decide which one to take. And I think the tackle went in, and McKinley got to the quarterback because mm. the guard double teamed the guy inside. It's like, well, the guy's right in front Whoa. of you. Why are you double teaming to the right? That's adjustments right there, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's go to the phone lines. We have a friend of the show, Nebby, on the line. Nebby, what is your question? Uh, 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 hi, everyone. Uh, 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 happy holidays to you all and to uh, uh, Mickey and Brian. Happy early uh, uh, birthday. Thank you very much. Oh, very nice. Damn. Thank nice, Sneb. Uh, Way to go. Uh, uh, um, listen, uh, to be honest, I don't know if we're going to make the, uh, the playoffs this year or not, but of course, uh, 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 I'm hoping we will and, and uh, give ourselves a chance uh, to win uh, uh uh, Super Bowl 52, but uh, I just want to say that uh, 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 regardless of what happens, if nothing else, uh, 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 let's use uh, uh, the rest of the season uh, 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 to show Commissioner Goodell uh, uh, that he made a huge mistake suspending uh, 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 Zeke and also, uh, uh, let's use uh, the uh, the rest of the season uh, 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 to show the N- uh, to, to show the NFL uh, the kind of team I, I believe uh, 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 we can uh, uh, we can be. And let's uh, uh, win the Super Bowl either this year or next year. We. Uh, we can do it. I take care. Thanks for being patient with me. Uh, ha- uh, have a great week. And once again, ha- uh, ha- uh, happy holidays to you all. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Neb. Take Thanks, care. Neb. Thank uh, you. Bye. Way to go, Neb. Yeah. You know, when he mentioned Goodell, it just reminded me that that's coming week up from soon. tomorrow, yeah, the meeting's, meeting's here. here. Yeah. I wonder if he has somebody go in and check his room before he checks in. Staying at the Omni at the Frisco. <laughs> <laughs> Meetings usually at the airport. Yeah. The, Gaylord. Right, no, they no, right, the, right. Marriott. They, yeah, they have that Marriott. They stay at the Hyatt. The Hyatt there. They have that, where they have the meetings, right? Because everybody just kind of congregates. Lots of security. Mm. Yeah. Lots of I think, security. I think we're allowed to kind of go over there and be yeah. part of the media. No, you can be I in the hallways and yep. wait. Absolutely. Stand around and Might wait. Might be a good day to go over there and wait. Yeah. yeah, Rob loves to go over there and wait on owners, right? Why? Rob, every year, Rob knows the the drill. Yep, 
Yeah. Bring well, a book. If you've been <laughs> watching any type of sports television today, you've seen a lot of clips of Ryan Shazier getting carted off the field in kind of a scary moment for right. the Steelers, of course. And a lot of Cowboys just immediately outpoured their support for Ryan Shazier. Of course, he went to Ohio State. He was a guy who was thought to maybe come to the Cowboys that year. They had the card ready. They <laughs> had the card. They had the card loaded and ready to go. Blackwell was going to hand it in, and then uh, he went right ahead of him. Then they took Zach Martin, so it worked out for both teams, it I did. would say. It did, but definitely scary, you know. You saw the Smith brothers, who are very close to him. Yeah. Obviously, Rod went to Ohio State Ohio with State. him. Yeah. It's it's Sorry, Brian. No, go ahead. It just go speaks ahead. to, I think, the fraternity that this league is because yeah. these guys, I don't know if anybody can relate to what they go through in a 17-week season like they do. What you know, They put their bodies on the line. I mean, as you said, Tay, earlier in the show, nobody is 100% at this point in the season. No. They know what it's like to play hurt, to get hurt, and it, you hate to see that happen to somebody. Yeah, yeah it's – and that that game, Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, those, brutal. those AFC North games, and you can even talk about the Ravens in there. There is no love loss between those teams. I mean, Cincinnati. I mean, they with you know with what that with, you know, with the player Bursif, you know, and and how he plays, and he took a shot at Brown at one time. You know, I mean, there's just there's a lot of a lot of going back and forth between that two. And I, I've seen games like you can watch tape with then they play the Ravens is another one. The Ravens Steelers rivalry like 10 years ago. Oh, my Dead Reed. And those guys, I mean, that was those were that, brutal games. Those, I mean, those were 10, six games. And it just incredible. Those guys going the way they did after each other. But I saw Troy Aikman kind of tweeted out about, you know, he was he was disappointed in watching that game. You know, that the way it was, the league should be ashamed and all that. And I don't know. I don't I don't know what to say. It sounded I, like it was more of a brawl than a football game. Yeah, I you know I mean we were out of pocket last night, uh, you know, having our par- our holiday party and stuff, so I didn't get to see a lot of it. But I just seen the replays, so it looked like like say there were a lot of some wicked hits. Well, we saw this earlier with the Bengals. AJ Green and Jalen Ramsey went at it, and what yeah. were you going to say, Rob? Well, and Brian mentioned perfect, and you don't want to see anybody get hurt. He's been involved in a lot of stuff. You know, and so I think you got other teams maybe wanting to strike first because they don't want to get hit. You know, I mean, it's just it's a it's a volatile situation games that he's been in. Oh, and then they brawl. It's unfortunate. Yeah, that's yeah. There's been a lot of stuff, just kind of extracurricular stuff. Stuff, huh? It's like you act. You ask these guys, okay, go tackle (laughs) this guy, go get him. You know, be aggressive for sixty minutes. Yeah, but there's a difference. There is a difference difference. in being just out and out dirty. But that's what I think. I mean, this is like going back to the seventies when the object going into a game was, well, let's get that guy out of the game. Slap shot, knock him out. Well, it was kind of that way. I mean. It was unspoken, but that was, you know. It was interesting when we had, and it's funny. Ask Roger Staubach about it. I was just going to say, so when Roger Staubach did the breakfast, you know, at the Cowboys Club a couple weeks ago, someone asked him in the audience, like, who is one player that sticks out in your mind? Lambert. Jack Lambert. Yeah, Jack Lambert. He said he would look at me. He didn't have any teeth. You Mm -hmm. take him out for the games. He had the toothless smile, and he was just a psychopath. Yeah. Well, they were so scary. Yeah, there's a lot. (laughs) Yo, he was terrified of him. He's like, I, wow. I go to bed, I see his face. That's when they didn't. The, the, the rule book, I think, was on three pages. You know, six points for a touchdown, one point for an extra point. Okay, let's go play football. Well, they didn't. I mean, they, 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 you could go back and watch old highlights of way the, the ta- way those guys used to tackle around the head 
You know, I mean, just, I mean, Deacon Jones goes, <laughs> they show quarterbacks, they just get mauled in the pocket. Yeah. There was no horse collar. Yeah. That was a tackle. I mean, guys were literally just getting, you know, but that's Roger Staubach. I mean, he, you know, and he used to run around and, well, and think about this back then when, when the guys like him would of... run and Tarkenton would run. Uh, it's like these defensive guys weren't as athletic as guys are uh, today. And so once they got them, you're so frustrated. And yeah. if you've ever played against a more superior athlete, yep. once you get them, you want to give them a little extra, right? A little yeah. extra. You know, they used to talk about, he, I mean, he tells a story, you know, I mean, you guys know, but Dyron Talbert when. Yeah. Redskins. He openly said on Thanksgiving, before the Thanksgiving game, that Longley game, if we just knock him out of the game, we're going to win. Yeah. And they knocked him out of the game. They sure did. Well, we and won they didn't today. win. We won today yes. because we went so long we didn't even know. Time flies when you're having fun. Absolutely. We'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place, same people. Join us then. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!